Hello and welcome to the Luxembourg History Podcast brought to you by RTL Today. My name's Tom Tutton and I'm your host for our first series. As we've previously covered, the modern history of Luxembourg began with the creation of the Grand Duchy of Luxembourg at the Congress of Vienna, which was convened in 1814 to reconstruct the map of Europe after the upheaval of the French Revolutionary Wars and the Napoleonic Empire. Today, just a few months after the 225th anniversary of the Siege of Luxembourg, we're looking at Luxembourg's experience of French occupation during this transformative period. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoy the podcast. So what was Luxembourg like before the French Revolution? The medieval Duchy of Luxembourg, a territory somewhat larger than the current Grand Duchy, became a part of the southern Netherlands in the 15th century and remained adjoined to these provinces as they passed successively through Burgundian, Spanish and Austrian hands. The duchy was centred around the fortress town of Luxembourg, a highly strategic military fort that was considered to be impregnable. By 1714, after the Treaty of Utrecht ended the wars of the Spanish succession, the Austrian Habsburgs had gained control of the southern Netherlands and therefore Luxembourg. However, they had little interest in their distant Belgian territories, and the Belgians themselves paid little attention to Luxembourg. The duchy therefore remained a bit of a backwater, a border region far away from the centres of power. Communications with the outside world were difficult due to the lack of roads and infrastructure, and Luxembourgish society at this time was split between a tiny nobility, an influential but impoverished clergy, a small bourgeoisie and the overwhelming majority of the population, you guessed it, the peasants. The capital only had about 8,500 inhabitants by the end of the 18th century, and historian Jean-Marie Crins has suggested that only 4% of the duchy's total population lived in urban areas at this time. When the first storms of the French Revolution appeared in 1789, therefore, they made no impact on life in Luxembourg. The meeting of the Estates General, the storming of the Bastille, the execution of King Louis XVI, all these were events of monumental historical significance, but they did not inspire any similar uprisings in the duchy. This was an agrarian economy with an insular and highly religious society. Liberté, égalité, fraternité were not welcome here. A short-lived rebellion in the southern Netherlands known as the Brabant Revolution did break out in 1789 and 1790, but it was quite ironically based not on the ideals of the French Revolution, but on local opposition to the liberal reforms of the Austrian Emperor and Duke of Luxembourg, Joseph II. Luxembourg did not participate in the uprising, which was put down by Austrian troops in 1790. So how did the Duchy of Luxembourg come to be invaded and occupied by France? The answer lies in the powers of Europe's response to the French Revolution. At first, they were quite happy to see their French rivals facing a storm at home. When the French overthrew their king, though, and started proclaiming revolutionary ideals that might influence ordinary Austrians and Prussians, the great powers of Europe resolved to put an end to this dangerous rebellion. The outbreak of hostilities between the new French Republic and the First Coalition of Britain, Austria, Prussia and the Dutch Republic in 1792 soon brought war to Luxembourg. The coalition forces assembled in the Netherlands and invaded France with the intention of restoring the monarchy, beginning what came to be known as the Flanders Campaign. In response, the French mobilised the entire nation through the Levée en masse, in effect the first modern example of total warfare, and they won a pretty miraculous victory at Valmy, which is not far from Luxembourg. The years 1793-94 saw the French push the coalition back towards the Netherlands after a series of bloody battles. And as the French advanced, the conflict began to take its toll on Luxembourg. The town of Arlon, which is now in Belgium but was then part of the duchy, was the subject of two battles in 1793 and 1794. Meanwhile, the monastery at Clairefontaine, which is now just over the Belgian border, was burnt to the ground. 
The French victory at Arlon in May 1794 left wide open the path to the fortress of Luxembourg, which was by now the only part of the Austrian Netherlands that was not already in French hands. General Jourdan's forces advanced into the duchy, enveloping the town of Luxembourg by taking Escheralzet in the south and Wasserbillig and Echternach in the north and east. The fortress, still garrisoned by a 15,000-strong Austrian force, was simply too strong to attack. So on the 21st of November 1794, French troops settled into what would become known as the Siege of Luxembourg, which celebrated its 225th anniversary in 2019. The siege was harsh, especially for the exposed French soldiers who marauded widely looking for food and shelter during a freezing winter. According to the celebrated national historian Gilbert Trausch, the devastation wrought by the invading army eventually produced a famine in the Luxembourgish countryside. The garrison held out until the 7th of June 1795, when it finally capitulated to the French. Among the dead was French General Jean-René Moreau, who had fallen ill during the siege and whose name is inscribed on the Arc de Triomphe in Paris. The seizure of the Luxembourg fortress was announced with great fanfare back in Paris, where Lazare Carnot, one of the leaders of the Directory regime, lauded the capture of the impregnable so-called Gibraltar of the North. And Luxembourg was now at the mercy of the French. On the 1st of October 1795, the former provinces of the Austrian Netherlands were formally annexed by the French Republic. Almost all of current-day Luxembourg became known as the Department of Forest, which also covered Arlen and Bitburg now in Germany. The department's capital was the town of Luxembourg, and the local population was unsurprisingly far from happy about its absorption into France. What little it knew of the French Revolution, it feared, as tales of the terror had been spread by émigrés fleeing France through Luxembourg, and the new regime soon alienated the native Luxembourgers even more by destroying their old way of life. Along with the duchy itself, the French abolished many of the institutions that had previously governed the region. Estates, provincial councils and magistrates all disappeared, to be replaced by a centralised administration. French bureaucrats who spoke no German and knew nothing about the area were brought in to rule over Luxembourg, causing consternation in the Germanophone eastern parts of the department. By far the most hated of the early French reforms, however, had to do with religion. The revolution had already targeted the church in France, leading to a disastrous civil war in the western Vendée region. And in Luxembourg, religious orders were shut down, monasteries were closed and processions were prohibited. Priests were required to take the revolutionary oath of fidelity to France. Most did not and were then dismissed. These measures shocked and infuriated the deeply Catholic Luxembourgish population. And on top of this, in September 1798, the French authorities introduced conscription in the former provinces of the southern Netherlands. And the reaction was immediate, an uprising that became known as the Peasants' War. It centred around the town of Clairvaux, in what is now northern Luxembourg, where a mass of poorly armed peasants was easily defeated by a French force in October 1798. And in response, the French Directory deported 812 priests and sentenced 35 peasants to death. This incident, remembered as the Kleppelkrisch, was mythologised by 19th century Luxembourgish historians who were seeking to construct a national history. The advent of the Napoleonic regime through the consulate in 1799 and the empire in 1804 did have some positive effects for Luxembourg. Napoleon's Concordat of 1801, which paved the way for a reconciliation between the Pope and the French state, alleviated some of Luxembourg's hatred for the new regime, and the Code Civil, introduced at this time, remains the foundation for the Grand Duchy's legal system. Yet this remained an occupation, and the seemingly endless wars of the period took their toll on Luxembourg. A recent project by the Luxembourg National Archives led to the online publication of the death certificates of 3,000 soldiers from the Department of Forests, although it has estimated that up to 8,800 local men died in French armies in the years 1798 to 1814. The French occupation of Luxembourg ended in 1814 with the fall of the First French Empire. 
Its impact was significant, but it has largely been forgotten, with the German occupation of 1940 to 1944 taking its place in historical memory. And this podcast will hopefully serve as a reminder that Luxembourg was once French too, and it didn't like that much either. That's all we've got for today. Thanks again for listening to the Luxembourg History Podcast. We'll see you next time. This episode was researched, written and hosted by Thomas Tutton. It was produced by Martin Johnson and brought to you by RTL Today.